Welcome to the Auburn UMC Clergy Conversations podcast. Each week, our pastors take an in-depth look at Scripture and preview their message for Sunday morning services. We're glad you joined us. For more information about Auburn UMC, please visit our website at aumc.net. Welcome to our conversations, and whether you're listening as it's streaming live on Sunday morning or through a podcast, we are so glad that you've joined us as we look at Psalm 19. Uh, We'll begin with opening in prayer, and then we're going to read uh, three different translations of Psalm 19, uh, each kind of contributing different points and parts and and the richness of this test. So let's pray together. God, we thank you. Or just for your word, we thank you for this reminder of who you are, of your wonderful creation, um, of your love for us. And we ask that during this time, Lord, that you just use your word to speak to each one of us. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So again, Psalm 19, and I'll be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. The heavens are telling the glory of God, and the firmament proclaims his handiwork. Day to day he pours forth speech, and night to night declares knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. Yet their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In the heavens he has set a tent for the sun, which has come out like a bridegroom from his wedding canopy, like a strong man runs its course with joy. It's rising from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them, and nothing is hid from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are true, and righteous altogether. More to be desired than are they than gold than fine gold, sweeter than also than honey, and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them your servant is warned, and keeping them there is great reward. But who can detect their errors? Clear me from my hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from the insolent. Do not let them have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgressions. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Hmm. So I'm going to read Psalm 19 again. We're doing a a Lectio Divina style conversation this week, but I'm reading from the Common English Bible, which I think all three of us I pretty recently have become really fond of. We love it. Um, it I love ago. that it's um, it's one of those rich translations that kind of goes to the ancient languages, but it it um, puts it in a way that you know feels modern. Feels much more modern. I, I love the NRSV too, but it's it's kind of like a, 
I, I was thinking earlier, it's kind of like the baseline in a jazz trio. Is, you know, man. it's like this is the this is the standard, and now we're gonna go to a good trumpet solo over here. All right, well, <laughs> we're gonna go to a good trumpet solo then. Good the style. common English it's Bible. Great. Easy to hear. Heaven is declaring God's glory. The sky proclaiming His handiwork. One day gushes the news to the next, and one night informs another of what needs to be known. Of course, there's no speech, no words. Their voices can't be heard, but their sound extends throughout the world. Their, wor their words reach the ends of the earth. God has made a tent in heaven for the sun. The sun is like a groom coming out of his honeymoon suite, like a warrior. It thrills at running its course. It rises in one end of the sky. Its circuit is complete at the other. Nothing escapes its heat. The Lord's instruction is perfect, reviving one's very being. The Lord's laws are faithful, making naive people wise. The Lord's regulations are right, gladdening the heart. The Lord's commandments are pure, giving light to the eyes. Honoring the Lord is correct, lasting forever. The Lord's judgments are true. All of these are righteous. They are more desirable than gold, than tons of pure gold. They're sweeter than honey, even dripping off the honeycomb. No doubt about it. Your servant is enlightened by them. There is great reward in keeping them. But can anyone know what they've accidentally done wrong? Clear me of any unknown sin and save your servant from willful sins. Don't let them rule me. Then I will be completely blameless. I'll be innocent of great wrongdoing. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. So I love some of those words too. I mean, it just mm -hmm. yeah. But the idea of speech and forgiveness at the end and yeah. mercy. Mm -hmm. um, this is the message version of the same text, Psalm 19, and uh, Eugene Peterson, uh, late Eugene Peterson's version of this. And I think this is one of those psalms that he really spent some time on because it's rich with mm -hmm. imagery. Um, God's glory is on tour in the skies, God's craft on exhibit across the horizon. Madam Day holds classes every morning, Professor Knight lectures each evening. Their words aren't heard, their voices aren't recorded, but their silence fills the earth. Unspoken truth is spoken everywhere. God makes a huge dome for the sun, a super dome. The morning sun's a new husband, leaping from his honeymoon bed the day-breaking sun and athlete racing to the tape. That's how God's word vaults across the skies from sunrise to sunset, melting ice, scorching deserts, warming hearts to faith. The revelation of God is whole and pulls our lives together. The signposts of God are clear and point out the right road. The life maps of God are right, showing the way to joy. The directions of God are plain and easy on the eyes. God's reputation is 24 karat gold with a lifetime guarantee. The decisions of God are accurate down to the nth degree. God's word is better than a diamond, better than a diamond set between emeralds. You'll like it better than strawberries in spring, better than red ripe strawberries. There's more. God's word warns us of danger and directs us to hidden treasure. Otherwise, how will we find our way or know when to, when we play the fool? Clean the slate, God, so we can start the day afresh. Keep me from stupid sins, from thinking I can take over your work. 
Then I can start this day sun-washed, scrubbed clean of the crime of sin. These are the words in my mouth. These are what I chew on and pray, accept them when I place them on the morning altar. O God, my altar rock, God, priest of my altar. All right. <laughs> Lots of images this day to think yes. about uh, when we think about Psalm 9. And I know we, we spent more time reading scripture this day and on this podcast and during this time to, with all of you than we ever have. Um, and yet when we compare scriptures, it is like having a conversation. Even within itself. Yes, right. within itself. And even in Psalm 19, there's a conversation. There's We were talking earlier this week. It's like there's three different parts of God who speaks, God who um, calls us to, uh, to, to be um, aware <laughs> of ourselves. So mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah, it's really... Um, Somebody had, had written that it's kind of a, almost a, a summary in some ways of Genesis and, and Exodus that yeah. there's the, the creation, uh -huh. um, of course. Uh, there's kind of the, the freedom from from bondage, um, uh -huh. from slavery, the redemption of that, uh, and then the giving of the, the law on Mount, yeah. Mount Sinai. I love that. Um, and I thought that was an interesting thing. Uh -huh. um, and then also goes from uh, kind of the, the macro uh, mm -hmm. The very large picture of God into the micro, to the individual, um, mm -hmm. a God of, of my words and my mouth and mm -hmm. meditations of my heart, the yeah. acceptable. So, yeah, I love that you said that because that also I hear a lot of the beautiful words that we say in the Great Thanksgiving in this uh, mm -hmm. Psalm. That kind of like you were saying, this is the story of God's people through the Exodus and and beyond. Uh, that you delivered us from slavery to sin and death and made with us a new covenant by water and the mm -hmm. Spirit. And then you give us this meal that is sweeter than honey right mm -hmm. out of the honeycomb. And oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. You sparked a little thought there. Thank you. <laughs> good job. Every once in a while. You're good, Joel. No, always. Thank you. Well, as I think about this, it, Psalms are interesting to me when we when we think about preaching, which is what we are we all do. You know, okay. it's part of what we do. Um, and, and to think about what it means to um, not only read something that's lyrical and is like a, a beautiful piece of music almost. I mean, these were this was sung in the temple. Mm -hmm. And I think about that. Um, it, it's almost like um, hearing our favorite words from our favorite musician and trying mm -hmm. to put trying to put into words something that is deep and it right. goes to our soul, which, when you say, when, when you know, Eugene Peterson has this beautiful line here, their silence fills the word, unspoken truth is spoken everywhere. What are you going to do with that? Yeah. <laughs> unspoken truth yeah. is spoken so, everywhere. What a, mm -hmm. what a, some, that's something to chew on. Yeah. I guess I'll tell on us. Just a few minutes ago, we were talking about how difficult Psalms are to preach. Um, and it's not because they don't lack for content, I think it's because they're so content rich. And a yes. lot of times, mm -hmm. I think not only as people who read scripture, but as people who preach it, uh, sometimes we're not quite sure what to do with scripture that doesn't have anything to be um, like excavated out and delivered as a fine moral point. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that is what makes the Psalms both such a beautiful promise and such a beautiful challenge is that they are simply rich and to be appreciated. They give us 
like like Eugene does, uh, unspoken truth. They give us the language of our faith. They give us not only like a, like a verbal intelligence about how we talk about God, but also mm-hmm. I think a really profound emotional intelligence mm-hmm. about how we talk about God and how we move through the world in the light mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Which is uh, not always the easiest to read or to apply to your life or mm-hmm. anything like that. Yeah. But beautiful nonetheless. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it really is a reminder, and I think it's some of the Psalms, of how experiencing the visible connects us to the invisible. Mm. That experiencing you know, creation mm-hmm. yeah. connects us to the, the creator. Yeah. Um, and of course, that's always a special relationship um, between the creator uh, and the creation, um, yeah. especially between uh, God and and humankind ourselves, but um, but really any artist or, or any creator, I think, has that special connection mm-hmm. uh, to their their creation. Right. We were talking earlier this week too about how I was driving to uh, to our staff meeting mm-hmm. this week, and it was one of those moments where I left my neighborhood <laughs> and a, a deer, you know, ran out and it almost hit the car in front of me. It didn't, thank goodness. But it was just reminding me of how we live in such a... Our world is wild and wonderful in a great way. And mm-hmm. sometimes we get stuck in the news or we get stuck on our screens or we get stuck in something. We think everything is just what we're looking at right now, you know, in that visible screen in front of us. And yet, look up, look out. Mm-hmm. I mean, the heavens are speaking. I mean, this this is just like... It's like shaking us, saying, don't you see God is everywhere? Unspoken truth is all around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, breathe it in. <laughs> I mean, I love it. It's just, it's such a it's such a wonderful text, especially in our world right now that is so, um, it, it's easy to get down with all the news mm-hmm. of things. And I know we've had a lot, but it's just reminding us of God's hope and, yeah. and presence that is here so, so closely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I read kind of connecting to that, just the, the being awe and, and wonder of, mm-hmm. of nature of creation, of, of God. Um, I read with this, just um, was reminded uh, of the Apollo 8 um, mission and our space, uh-huh. 1968, first uh, crewed uh, space flight. And yeah. Um, and so they went and went around the, the moon, and that was, of course, the first to go to a particular point. Uh, but it said that as they, they came around and they, they saw Earth, saw the sun, um, that these were three very intellectual, very smart uh, men who uh, had a wealth of um, knowledge about science, about industry, about all these different things, uh-huh. technology. But yet the words they uttered when they saw that was, in the beginning, God created. Mm-hmm. That there was just that moment of, of all. And from all the words that they could have drawn from, it was the Genesis 1-1, mm-hmm. um, which takes us back, of course, just to, um, you know, that just that first verse that the heavens are telling of the, the glory of God. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, when you think about just how this psalm you breathe it in of God's glory that is spoken everywhere. And then at the end, there's this reminder of our the filter of our own heart that sometimes mm-hmm. we have hidden faults. We have blind spots in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I love how Eugene Peterson says, uh, you know, uh, 
help us, Lord, to know when we are just, you know, we've done some dumb things (laughs) or, or we've missed the mark, I think is really when we've sinned or when we've gone astray, but breathing in and Lord, let the words of my mouth uh, meditations kind of reflect that beautiful speech that you're always giving, mm-hmm. that our lives would reflect the creation right. of God in our life. If we could just tune into that speech yeah. more rather than yeah. less. You yeah. know. How do y'all tune in? I mean, just in practical ways, what do we do um, to kind of tune in to the speech, the unspoken truth that is spoken everywhere? What do we do in our whole life? What, is there something y'all found that has been helpful for you to just kind of tune in to what God's saying in your in your own spiritual life to share i i mean this is not a surprise to any of y'all i need more hobbies they are really only walking my dog and gardening um but those are the two ways that i do reconnect you know i come from a a a grandmother who loved a garden but i was never into it until pretty recently Mm -hmm. and um i think there's something really profound about it. I used to think that food comes from the grocery store, right? That's where food comes from. But then I started growing my own food. And I, this sounds so dumb when you say it out loud, and I can't really adequately express it. But then I learned that food comes from the ground, like food comes from God, it does Mm -hmm. not come from Aldi. Uh, (laughs) It comes uh, from the ground and so many hands touch it. And so many people are a part of the way our food system works. And I think for me, it just kind of connects me back to the way that all of us are connected in a really, really large and really, really significant way. It's like the six degrees of separation, but it's way fewer degrees and way more connected. Yeah. That's how I, that's that's how I tune in. That's a beautiful way to connect to that unspoken truth that is spoken everywhere. The God who's always speaking. Mm-hmm. You yeah. got. I know we're about to close, but Charles, right. you got to. Well, I think the key is just to be still and be quiet. For me, yeah. that yeah. Um, you know, sometimes it's in the car, just um, just turning the the radio totally mm-hmm. down. Sometimes it's other places, but just take that time to pause. And I, I find, you know, um, almost always that God is there, if, mm-hmm. um, and it's myself who's distracted and. Who's not tuned in. Yeah. And I've been reading through the Psalms this year and drinking a cup of coffee in the morning with hummingbirds flying around in September is just a beautiful way to begin (laughs) a day, not just with caffeine, but with God. (laughs) You know, it wakes me up to the things that are here. So thank you all. And I'm thankful that we have people who appreciate reading scripture with us. And and this is our Psalm reading for this Sunday. And so I'm grateful for all of you. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you? Close this in prayer? I'd love to. I just can't, you can't beat the words of Psalm 19. So what's one more time to listen to? Perfect. Mm -hmm. God, clear me of any unknown sin and save your servants from willful sins. Don't let them rule us. We will be completely blameless, innocent of great wrongdoing. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Clergy Conversations with Auburn United Methodist Church. Check back next week for our next episode. For more information about Auburn United Methodist Church, please visit our website at aumc.net.